Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned in to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host for the evening, Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com. This is where Chicago's Black Business Network members come to share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience, and the world. These discussions can be political, musical, or entertaining. They can be serious or fun. Tell us what's on your mind tonight. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477. Our chat rooms are open. We're here every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. right here on blogtalkradio.com slash cbbn.
Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio for Tuesday, February 1st, 2011. Doesn't time fly? I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of CBBN and author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1, 2010, and your host for this evening's show. CBBN on Blog Talk Radio is a promotional tool for the members of Chicago's Black Business Network.com. This is where our members come to share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience, and the world. We currently have more than 700 members, and the majority of them are Chicago-based. Do you know these people? More importantly, do our members know you? Join us today and touch the world. This show, CBBN on Blog Talk Radio, is just one of the marketing tools that we offer our 742 members. And I'm always saying to our members, you should never miss a marketing opportunity. Some of us, we've taken a marketing class of two. We've read some books. We've been to marketing seminars and forums on how to market our business. And some of us are just starting out in business, and some of us have been in business for years and years and years. And I've been in business and different businesses, and I find that we're so busy, and you may find yourself doing the business, actually working at the uh, the checkout counter, producing our products, talking to customers on the phone, following up, filling orders, that we don't find time to actually market our business. But I was taught, and sometimes I forget, and I'm bringing myself back to it, that you have to step away from the actual operation from time to time, make it a point and a schedule for yourself, make an appointment with yourself to actually look at your business, market your business, plan your business. I'm doing some strategic marketing and planning. I have like five books all around me, and Little by little, I'm reading on strategic planning, and we're going to share that with you. But one of the best definitions I've found for marketing, and if you've had a marketing class, you know from class to class to class, these definitions change. Different authors, whoever wrote the textbook, the instructor has their definition. But for me, quite simply, the best definition of marketing that I've found is Marketing is telling people what you do over and over again. And I'll repeat that. Marketing marketing is telling people what you do over and over again. And as this show continues, we're going to discuss how we best market our businesses. We want to know how you market your business and what works for you. And if you can share that with us, someone who, like you, don't know, needs to know, Maybe we can all learn something. I'm working on my technique uh, so how we as an organization can better reach our target market. If we reach our target market, it enables us to serve you much, much better. There are definitely, definitely two things I should not do, and you should not either. That is do not do. That is one, run out of business cards. I know it's happened to you. It's happened to me. Two, fail to tell at least at least 10 people directly about my business on a daily basis. We have my particular business is connecting, being a facilitator and connector of Chicago's Black Business Network.com. Your business may be different. Maybe you work better marketing to the, the masses. 
mine, I take it a little bit more personally. I like to interact personally, one reason for the shows, with my members. And I, I've been blessed. It's been a great opportunity the past year and a half or more to be able to do that with you. But we're going to talk about marketing here again and again, and we will schedule guests who are qualified and able, even more so than myself, definitely, not to sell you, but to teach us some great marketing ideas and techniques that will work for us. Our slogan for our network for this year is let's talk about nothing but success in 2011. And you'll hear that repeated also. We open the show with a friend by CBBM member Sylvia Frederick. This evening we will share some music, discuss some marketing techniques, make some announcements about upcoming events. But our major goal is that when you call into the show and listen to the show, that you find a connection. That is absolutely what it's all about. It's about you. Welcome to Chicago's Black Business Network on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of CBBN, and your host for this evening's show. Our call in number is 347-326-9477. Our call in number is 347-326-9477. The chat room is indeed open. Leave your company information and website links in the chat room. That is one way that we connect. Press the number one if you'd like to speak to myself. One of our guests uh, have a comment for uh, one of the callers who uh, joined us this evening. I want to remind you. <clears throat> I want to remind you to listen to Black Wall Street USA every Thursday evening right here on CBB and on Blog Talk Radio. Where host Ron Carter, Chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago and candidate for Alderman of the Seventeenth Ward, is the host for that show and has been for more than a year. Also, this week we posted some videos of candidate on Facebook. If you're not a friend on Facebook, Sonia Purdue, find me on there and uh, pick up those videos and spread them around. Also, following this show at 7.30 p.m. will be the Consumer Show with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. This is where Mr. McNeil will answer your questions about real estate, business law, consumer protection rights, and and your political and legal questions. The past couple of shows, uh, Mr. McNeil has talked about mortgages, mortgage foreclosures, how to understand your mortgage. You can listen to those shows in our archives, archives right here on CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. As a matter of fact, you can listen to over 100 of our shows in our archives. Tonight's topic is consumer protection. Now, if you're, if you're wondering what it means, if you don't know what he means by consumer protection, stay tuned. I'm sure that he has a lesson or two for you and I this evening. The consumer show is at 7.30 p.m. Why don't you call a friend and ask him to join you? Now, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. right here on CBB and on Blog Talk Radio, we're doing a special broadcast. CBBN invites you to talk about your organization, its jobs, what job offers do you have, and the benefits. Now, if you're not a company that is hiring, you may be someone who's been out there doing the job hunt. Then can you, as a public service, call in and tell us about that information? Give us some job leads. It is our way of giving the community what it really needs, information that it can really, really use. So join us tomorrow at 11 a.m. by calling 347-326-9477, 347-326-9477. It's the same call-in number. 
briefly identify yourself and your organization when you call in the position that's available, and please provide the contact information. We will rebroadcast the show during the upcoming months. So you can listen to it over and over again, over and over again, and over and over again. Isn't that marketing? And then you can share it with people so that others will have this information. Now, and forgive my voice. Um, now, this is not a show that we're going to do regularly on Wednesday morning. When we send out the emails and reach out with these special broadcasts, we're going to repeat them throughout the month so that this information can be shared, just as we said. So we will be making another announcement as to, and a little bit earlier than this one as to when we will do another job outreach. I think it's very, very important. And I hope Stanley Martin, one of our members, uh, got our blast and calls in this evening because he does host job fairs and maybe has some good information for us. Calls tomorrow morning will be taken on a first-come, first-served basis. We're going to go to the switchboard. As you come in, we're going to take the calls, so be first to call in. We appreciate your support. If you are an employer and you wish to call in, we suggest that you visit our show pages and our websites before calling into the show so that you can be a little more familiar with us as well. Our radio site website is blogtalkradio.com slash C-B-B-N. And our member website is Chicago's, that's with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network.com. Your RSVP and a brief description, if you're going to call in in the morning, will be appreciated. We'd really like to have that information in hard form so that we could possibly announce it on some of the, the Thursday show or tonight's show or some other shows. Our email is Chicago's with an S, Black Business Network at Gmail, and I'll put that in the chat room in a moment. You are listening to Chicago's Black Business Network dot com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, the founder of Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. Our call in number is three four seven three two six nine four seven seven. Our call in number is three four seven three two six nine four seven seven. We're going to take a little break here, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me. Butterflies all have 
Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of CBBN and your host for this evening's show. Our call in number is 347 326 347-326-9477. The chat room is open. Leave your company information and website links in the chat room. That's how we connect. Press the number one if you'd like to speak to one of our guests or um if you're a member and you'd like to share your business venture, we don't have a guest tonight, but if you'd like to talk to me, I'm right here ready ready to connect with you. Now, everyone knows, everyone who listens to this show knows that Chicago's BlackBusinessNetwork.com and this show, CBBN, on Blog Talk Radio is dedicated to the memory of Harold Washington, the first black mayor of Chicago. It is our way of giving respect to Mr. Washington's memory and keeping his name and contributions on the minds and in the hearts of our fellow Chicagoans. Want you to know our calling numbers three four seven three two six nine four seven seven. Want to feature one of our members? Nita did call in. I believe it was on our first show. Nita Merchant. She's our feature member. One of our feature members for this evening. On our profile, we ask each member to complete a profile, and there is no charge to come over to Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. This is what we do. We promote our members. One of our profile questions, our first one, is tell CBBM members about your business vision for the next year. Nita Merchant's response was Strategic Solutions Network, Inc., that's her company, SSN, is a professional social service network that collaborates with nonprofit, for-profit, and government enterprises to facilitate positive social change. It is a new agency, but vibrant with social service and small business professionals who collectively offer over 47 years' experience in various industry trades. Grant writing, chemical dependence counseling, and career enhancement training are just a few programs offered by SSN to organizations that work with families or individuals experiencing social health and economic disparities. 
through aggressive outline and community outreach marketing strategies, SSN plans to provide services to approximately 300 organizations over the next three to five years. It's a very thorough and informed profile answer. Number one, Nita has um, given an example of something that we've talked about in the past, and that is and something actually that we talked about tonight, that we cannot do it all ourselves. In her community outreach for marketing strategies, she is a facilitator who is going to provide support for these particular types of business entities. Because as we said tonight about marketing our business, sometimes we're so involved with the operation of the business that we cannot actually grow our business to the next level of success. That's an interesting profile. That's Nita Merchant. When we ask the profile question, what service do you provide and what is your major product offering, Nita Merchant's response was, we provide sustainable solutions, staff training, capacity building, and program development for organizations that are seeking support or resources needed to expand business operations, operations, stabilize finances, and implement viable social services in metropolitan and suburban communities. This is something uh, very – her product offering is very interesting, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more. What separates your business or service from others in the same industry? And I I just want to say another thing about Ms. Merchant's profile information. As I look through our 700 and, uh, what did I say, 42 members of Chicago's Black Business Network, I did take a look at different profiles, and I passed by some profiles because when they spoke about their business, I don't know if they was in a hurry to do the profile, sign up, move on, but if someone, like I did this evening, were to go to some of the pages and decided, uh, and was trying to make a decision as to, like I was tonight, who was going to be one of my featured members, but if someone else was going to the profile pages and they were looking for someone who performs a certain service or sells a certain product, and they look at some of these pro- profile information pages, you have to ask yourself, as I had to ask myself, would you do business with that person? I'm going to say that again. Would you do business with that person? There's no information there. You may think that it's not important. And I have to come back and look at mine. We all have to look at what we're doing again. You may think that it's not important that it's here amongst 700 other people, but you never know who's watching. I think your mother used to tell that you tell you that. You never know who's looking at you. So, therefore, you sort of want to put forth your best, your best, best effort. And once you write this profile information out, it can be tweaked and re presented in other forms and other places. Now, Anita Merchant has this great profile information. It's clear. It's concise. Makes you think she knows what she's doing. She says it's a new business entity, but it makes you think she may well just know what she's talking about. When she talk about her product offering, you know what she's offering, sustainable solutions, staff training, capacity building, program development for your organization. Uh, 
tools that will help you expand your business operations, stabilize your finance, and implement viable social services for you. So you know what her product offerings are. Some you cannot tell. They believe that the website link will tell it all because there is a place for the website link. But in looking at your profile, will someone go to your pro, your, your website link? You have you have to really think about it. And this information can be repeated, repeated, repeated on all of your websites. Once you've got your profile information, your mission, your vision, and uh, you don't have to rewrite it over again. You don't because it describes you. It's who you are. It's, it says everything about your entity, although you have to tweak it to different different uh, sources that you use for marketing. Now, what separates your business or services from others in the same industry? That was another profile question. SSN's model of service is based on concepts from the SS, Asset-Based Community Development Institute in Evanston. SSN employs asset-based development strategies that draw upon existing community strengths to build healthier and more sustainable nonprofit organizations, social service agencies, and small businesses for the future. And that that is a great example of of a, a vision statement. Uh, thank you, Nita Merger, for using that example for us. Her website is ssncandoit.com. Can do it. Can do it. SSN can do it. S-S-N-C-A-N-D-O-I-T. SSN can do it. That's a great. That's a great name for a site. Thank you so much. You can tell she put some thought in that. SSN can do it. Like that a lot. You remember that. That's very easy to remember. I've been told my website is too long. My email address is too long. I'm gonna rethink all of those things. It may be good advice, but I may be marketing my name in the proper way. But we're gonna as we go through the marketing training that I'm going through, that I hope that we're all going through, we're going to give all of that some consideration. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonya Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. Our chat room is open. CBBN on Blog Talk Radio is a promotional tool for the members of Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and we hope as it grows, I think this is our third week doing this, that they will, and it's teaching me how to market, that they will join us and they will see the value in utilizing this marketing tool. One of the questions that we ask our members in our welcome statement to them is, were you born to network? Of course we weren't. But can we learn to network? We absolutely can do that. Want to talk to you about our upcoming networking event. This is the fifth time that we've held this event. Let's meet on the street. That is 35th Street for connecting. That is much more than networking. Make the connect, make the contacts that you need in 2011 that will take your business to the next level of success. Got this throat thing going on that we cannot get rid of. Friday. Friday, February 4th, 2011, from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. That sounds like a long time, doesn't it? It's going to be a long day for me. It's going to be a long evening for you, but I hope that you find some value in it, and I hope you take time to come on over to the offices of South Street Journal, 449 East 35th Street in Chicago. 
There's a lot of parking across the street, right across the street from Lake Meadows Shopping Center, so there will be a lot of parking for you. We know the weather's looking crazy. I'm looking out the window now. It's looking all crazy. The lights have gone out. But we are here to network. We weren't born to network, but we are certainly and definitely here to network. This is a free event. It's for the members of Chicago's Black Business Network, the associations of South Street Journal and the Go. It's by it's for the citizens to support and elect Ron Carter as alderman of the 17th Ward and the Connections for Black Wall Street Chicago. We want to confirm it has been confirmed. We want to announce, and it is confirmed, candidate for mayor William Doc Walls will be the keynote speaker. That's the theme of our networking event. Is let's meet on the street. That is 35th Street. Networking Chicago style. We're expecting Doc, our new mayor, to arrive about 6.30 p.m. So we want you to come out and bring your best business presentation, and network to connect. That's why we're here. Everyone gets to present their 2011 business vision. Also that evening, we've invited one of our premium members, Loftus Consulting, to join us. Loftus, Loftus, L-O-F-T-I-S, Consulting is going to do a brief, short presentation for us, especially targeted for beauty salons and spa owners how to increase your salon or spa revenue in less than 30 days. Loftus Consulting will show you how to do this with no out-of-pocket expense. Let me repeat that, no out-of-pocket expense. This program is uniquely designed to enhance the quality of service and products available to your target client base. This is an exceptional opportunity for you or your beauty, the person who does your hair, or your spa owner, the person who service, services you, to get involved with a very, very unique program and a program that's new to the city of Chicago. So come on over. They have some music, some sparkling wine, some exceptional, exceptional hors d'oeuvre trays. Our sponsor, Bear, Bear Martin, and I, I, I have some different say, Bear Martin, B-E-R-Y-L, Bear Martin. Uh, Printing and Design Company is our sponsor, and they're providing this, these great hors d'oeuvre trays for us and everything for us this, that evening. It's going to be uh, – we got a little networking game going on, and we're going to tell you about that when we get here. Because everyone doesn't network the same. You have people, they want to network, they want to reach out, but they're standing around and not quite sure how to approach each other. Well, we've designed, I've designed a little game. I'm always up to something. I've designed a little networking game, very simple, very simple. We're going to be sure that you connect with somebody that evening. Also, we're going to have a live broadcast of Black Wall Street USA, hosted by Brian Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago. Now, there's another marketing opportunity. It's going to be on the first-come, 1st first serve basis for you to come on the air and talk about your products and services. Now, that's Friday evening, February the 4th. February the 4th. Okay? That's this Friday. That's this Friday. It's going to be a long day. Some of you will probably just be getting back to work that day. When you get off, come on over to 35th and King Drive, 449 East 35th Street, and make some connections. 
It's already February, people. Make some connections that's going to take your business to the next level of service. Now, were you born to network? You think so? Then let's get started. Come on over. You can call us at 312-624-8350-RSVP if you like. That would be great. That number is 312-624-8350. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Network.com. On Blog Talk Radio, I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, the founder and your host for this evening. Our call in number is 347-326-9477. We hope that you're all safe, you're all warm. The chat room is open. Leave the company information and website links in the chat room. Don't just listen to us. Call in and tell us your business vision. If you have a, if you're not in business or you have a friend in business, invite them over to call us. And tell us about what it is that they do. And we certainly, we certainly, certainly, certainly want you to be here Friday evening with us. Please stay tuned, 7.30 p.m. with the Consumer Show with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. Derek McNeil will answer your questions about real estate, business law, consumer protection. That's what the show is on tonight, your consumer protection rights. And if you don't know what that means, you should certainly, certainly stay tuned, and I'm sure he will be happy to give you a lesson or two on your consumer protection rights. Maybe you didn't even know you have any, or maybe you're just not that well-versed. Maybe when something's happened to you uh, in the stores and you don't feel it they're right, you just don't know what steps to take. So we're going to go to a break here. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. Thank you so much. Generations. It is the generation before this generation of madness that is mad, a legacy of insanity gifted to the children of the insane. No passing of discipline or traditions, but rites of guilt, pain, and plagues. A torch of sadness passes. It is the generation of sunshine that has left us sightless as the children of the blind lead us toward the millennium of darkness. The generation of choice has left us no choices as our world turns and we devour ourselves. We stare into the eyes of our children, a brilliant reflection of our image, and we blame them for what we see.
You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonya Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. Now, you can't tell me that didn't sound good because that sure sound good on a whoo wintry night in Chicago or wherever you may li- be listening from. We appreciate you. We want you to stay tuned at 7.30 for the Consumer Story with Derek McNeil. And we also want to remind you to please don't forget to tune in on Thursday evening with Black Wall Street USA with host Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago, and candidate for alderman of the 17th Ward here in Chicago. If you're out there in the Inglewood, you're a registered voter in the Inglewood Greater Grand Crossing or Auburn Gresham area, you may also wish to call in and ask Mr. Carter some um, questions about his position on uh, how he will serve your area. We look forward to you calling in on Thursday evening. Our call in number tonight is 347-326-9477. Want to, and I think part of the upcoming shows, this is part of what we will do. And uh, this show is on the air every every Tuesday at 6.30. And we're, I'm not sure if we're going to do it every Tuesday at 6.30 or if we're going to do special broadcasts like we're doing the job broadcast. We're going to tweak it all and find out what works best for us because we know that once we create a show, that we can play them over and over again. If we create a great two-hour show, we can have that show uh, rebroadcast on WJPCChicago.com, and that's uh, their Saturday programming that we're plugging into right now, Black Wall Street USA, is rebroadcast on WJPCChicago.com every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. So if you're not with us on Thursday nights, which we sh- surely hope you are, you can listen to our show in archives on iTunes, and at WJPCChicago.com, also on the national website, BlackWallStreetDistrict.com. BlackWallStreetDistrict.com, there's a link there for us. Now, I think as part of the upcoming shows, just as I'm going through my strategic planning stage for Chicago's Black Business Network, I'm in a learning curve, just like we always are, and I tell everybody that. I have no shame in it. I'm always willing to learn. I'm, I believe in lifelong learning. I think I took like a 20-year rest period there, <laughs> but I believe in lifelong learning. You know, you have those periods where you say you're just tired of school. I think I was just took me a long, 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 long rest period, but that's okay. But I think as part of this show, if we don't give uh, a lot of marketing tips, we do want to reach out and give you something to think about pretty much every every show. Now, this is one of the marketing tips that I hope to utilize, and this is it, set up joint promotions with other small businesses. Set up joint promotions with other small businesses. Contact some non-competing small businesses serving customers in your market. It can be your market area. Offer to publicize their products or services to your customers in exchange for their publicizing your services to their customers. Who could say no to that? Who could say no to that? A small business 
across the street from where your business is. Your business is on the east side of the street. You bake cakes, cupcakes, cookies, all those things. There's another business on the other side of the street who sells high heels, shoes for women, women's shoes. Who could say, well, you go across the street and say, let's do some cross promotions. Let's do some joint promotions. Let's promote each other. Let's get um, some postcards, you on one side, me on the other side, and we split the, we split the price and half in your store, half in my store. We each put that in our customer's bag as they walk out the store, put a couple in the customer's bag as they walk out the store. So now without any additional work, every customer in the high heel shoe store has your card. Every customer in the bakery has their card. Very cost-effective, very affordable collaborative efforts do work. This usually produces a large number of sales for, at a very low cost. And just think of it. You can purchase, if you were going to make the purchase by yourself, you would buy a 1,000 cards. But if you were making the purchase with someone else, now you can distribute 2,000, maybe three, maybe 5,000 postcards. And not only in the store, when they go out and hand their postcards out, Wherever they are, they're handing out your card. This promotion works. And we're going to reach out to create some cross-promotions with some of you. And if you're interested, you can always give me a call. I look forward to working with you. want to remind you of our upcoming event, Let's Meet on the Street. That is 35th Street for connecting that is much more than networking. We want to see you here on Friday. We definitely want to see you here on Friday at the offices of South Street Journal, 449 East 35th Street, from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Borough Martin, and you can visit their website at boroughmartin.com, B-E-R-Y-L martin.com. If you go to our website, chicagosblackbusinessnetwork.com, they are our, our featured member this month along with Rising Phoenix, Phoenix Rising, which is a bed and breakfast in Maryland. But Bear Martin, Bear Martin is our sponsor for this event, and you will see their banner right on our front page, and you will also see their banner on our event page for this upcoming event. So you want to be sure to go over and visit Chicago's Black Business Network if you want some more information or if you want to refer that link to a friend. Also, if you're not on our mailing list and you would like to be on our mailing list, if you look on our main page, it should be in the left-hand column or move to the right-hand column sometime, you will see a Join Our Mailing List button. If you'd like to stay updated on what's going on with Chicago's Black Business Network.com, Click that Join Our Mailing List button, and we'll be sure to keep you updated. This is a totally free event on Friday. It's confirmed. Candidate for Mayor William Doc Walls will be joining us that evening. He should arrive about 6.30 p.m. Bring your business cards. Bring your best business presentation. Burrow Martin will give a presentation. We'll talk about their products and services, as well as Loftus Consulting, whose target market is beauty salon and spa owners. 
And we had a few at the January 7th event, Listen to Me Know on the Street. We did this in January. And we hope that if you joined us then, you enjoyed yourself. You made some great connections. As a matter of fact, people have been back repeatedly since that time, and we're working with them on other projects. We hope that you come this Friday so that we can build, repeat that process and keep growing, growing with you. Loftus Consultants will do a presentation on how to increase your salon or spa revenue in less than 30 days. They're going to show you how to do this with no out-of-pocket expense. This program is unique to the Chicago area and designed specially for salon owners and spa owners. So we certainly we certainly look forward to you being a part of that. We're going to have some music, sparkling wines, some hors d'oeuvres, which was donated by our sponsor, and we appreciate it. Sam Moore, if you go to our website, ChicagoSmallBusinessNetwork.com, Samuel Moore is one of our members, and we appreciate that and all that he's doing. Live broadcast of Black Wall Street USA that evening, hosted by Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago. You would definitely not be bored. You have your choices of what you want to do, and not only that, you're going to walk out this door with some connections as well as listening to a future mayor of Chicago. Now, doesn't that sound great? So put on like three layers of clothes. Put your boots on, park across the street over in the Lake Meadows parking lot. You should be okay over there. Uh, the streets, they take care of the streets pretty good over here in this ward. So you should be okay. 449 East 35th Street. After you struggle through this little weather a couple of days, get off of work Friday evening. You're going to want a little connecting. Were you born to network? Let's get started. If we weren't born to network, we are certainly going to learn this game, and we are going to learn it well. Do you remember, what did we say the definition was of marketing was when we first, 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 first started the show tonight? What did we say the definition was? My, one of my favorite definitions for marketing was, marketing is telling people what you do over and 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 over again. That's how you market. You don't market by keeping all of your business cards in your purse and no one ever, ever sees it. We'll be back next week. Don't forget, tomorrow morning now is the job show. We hope that if you know where some jobs is, did you just get hired and they say they're hiring five more people, either one more person, why don't you call in and share that with someone because I'm sure you're thankful and you feel blessed. If you are an employer and you have job opportunities, there's no charge for this. We simply want to give the community what it needs. We simply want to give the community information that it can use. So if you would, if you would, if you would, call in tomorrow right here at 347-326-9477, 347-326-9477, and share your job information with us. Share your job information with us. It's just another way to connect. People may be looking at your uh, job information out there on uh, certain lists. I almost named some. That's my competition. I can't do that. Or a certain list, but 
as I tell my people, never miss a never miss an opportunity to market, and this is another opportunity to market. I have spoken to a few people, and so we are expecting some call-ins regarding uh, some jobs. And so we really, we really look forward to talking with you tomorrow. You listen. To, you've been uh, great. We're listening to you're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Purdue. Stay tuned for the Consumer Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. This is where Chicago's Black Business Network.com members come to share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience and the world. Join us every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. right here at blogtalkradio.com slash CBBN. The Consumer Show is up next at 7.30 p.m., hosted by attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. This is where we answer your real estate and banking questions, address your concerns about your consumer protection rights. And speaking of your rights, do you have questions about your legal and political rights? Then you should be here every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. right here on CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477, 347-326-9477. We'll be right back with Derek McNeil and the Consumer Show right after this break.
Welcome back to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Perdue. Thank you for staying tuned. Our host this evening is Deb McNeil, attorney and CPA. The show is the Consumer Show. Tonight, Derek will discuss consumer protection. If you don't know what that means, I'm sure he has a lesson or two for us. Welcome to the show, Derek. Thank you very much. Great honor to uh, join you once again this week. Appreciate you being but, here, Derek. Well, if I may, uh, several issues that I'd like to address before we get into our major topic area. And that first issue being about the mayor's race in Chicago. Uh, <clears throat> and just looking at how the black community is so loaded down with numerous problems and basically what I would label as basically BS. So much stuff that's keeping us from organizing and being really involved um, is so unfortunate that our voice and our issues have not even been mentioned. And, you know, during this first day of February, Black History Month, I'd like to remember the name where I learned so much about elections as I was a teenager, the great man name of Lou Palmer. And Chicago really misses, the black community of Chicago really misses the organizational skills of the late Lou Palmer because he was the forefront master of trying to bring us together and so forth um, that you just don't see out here in our neighborhoods and communities during elections as of late, particularly those elections of black people. Derek, can you share uh, with our listeners what what are the special uh, the characteristics for you that stand out regarding Mr. Palmer? Well, what I liked about Lou Palmer was he was just such a giving guy, a giving guy of his knowledge. He was a brilliant journalist. And, of course, Lou Palmer had the Lou's Notebook. Uh, and um, and then he formed a political organization named BIPO here in Chicago, the Black Independent Political Organization, who gave classes political education classes, and I can properly say I still have my certificate as a teenager as I attended his political education classes where I learned what the word plebiscite meant. And most importantly, that I didn't learn in law school where Lou Palmer talked about the definition of politics, and his definition was who gets what, where, when, and how. And I never forgot that definition that Lou Palmer taught us of politics. And just looking at this political scenery, the establishment, beginning with that dumb Mayor Daley, has intentionally kept black people from getting uh, who gets what, where, and how. We've been completely taken off the board in housing. Our housing, we've lost most of our homes in foreclosure. We've lost the Chicago Housing Authority. So people don't even know where those people went. Over 300,000 residents 
they, they, meaning the city of Chicago, does not even have a tabulation of where these human beings now exist, while we as a community stood by and said nothing. Then you look at transportation, how so many of the bus routes have been eliminated at night and ill. And then they tampered with the Dan Ryan Expressway, shutting down exits in our neighborhoods and in our communities. And then most importantly, where that idiot mayor that we have now began to attack first, as he first became mayor, was the restructuring of the Chicago public school system to destroy it in the name that it is now. You've got schools now in more chaos than ever before in Chicago, headed up by Mayor Daley and Arnie Duncan, where you've got schools closing at different times. Some schools go year-round. Some schools close at X time. You don't know what the hell is going on in the educational system and when when there is a lack of a definitive answer, that breeds disorganization. And that's what we have in those three major areas, housing, transportation, education. And so I would, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. I no, you go ahead. I'm to, sorry. I want to know, uh, you started off and you want to make some comments about the current election going on. What's your position on this current mayoral election, Derek? Well, I guess just evaluating the current election, it's sad that none of these issues that Mayor Daley has destroyed has really been placed on the table by any of the candidates that I am aware of uh, because the candidates – that, that represent uh, our community, uh, as, as the lady told Carol Mosley Braun, and I go back a long ways with Carol Mosley Braun. You know, we're not friends, but we do know each other on a first-name basis. Uh, but after she was the U.S. Senator and Ambassador and baked cookies, baked those cookies for Mayor Daly when she was kissing his butt to get to be Senator, she disappeared and was hiding just as the lady was saying. So uh, I don't think that in any event was that a justified reason of saying that the lady used, uh, Ms. Watkins used uh, crack or any type of uh, drug that you don't have any real facts to be accusing someone of, number one. Number two, why would you even bring that up when we have such atrocious problems in our great city today? That's why you would bring that up because you don't know the issues. You're not try because, and if you did know the issues and cared about the issues, you would have been attacking Mayor Daly a long time ago instead of baking him cookies. And as you listen to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio with host Derek McNeil, I'm Sonia Purdue. All during the day, and I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't watch TV and I don't read the newspapers, and I probably should. I get my news secondhand. But all during the day, Derek, all during the day, which is one of our issues, what was the discussion? It was about Carol's remark. And that, for me, is one of the reasons why we can't get to a discussion about any other issues, because as I went through the day in different places, there was no discussion. It was but, about see, this but see, that's the sad reality of what people have become. People have become TV babies. 
Since when did you get news from a television? That's a sad day that that's where you get your information from instead of knowing your community, instead of talking to people. It's a sad day when you got to rely upon racist 275 and particularly Channel 9. If you get news from these stations, your news is automatically skewed. So, of course, they're not going to be talking about the real issues that your community is desirous of and hurting from. They're not going to be talking about the issues of housing. They're not going to be talking about how Mayor Daley destroyed the public school system. They're not going to be talking about how and the effects of the cutbacks on the Chicago Transit Authority has affected King Drive major thoroughfares in Chicago State Street. After a certain hour, whoever would have thought the world's greatest city, Chicago, you can't catch a bus at night on State Street on King Drive? It's a heck of a world. And, and now they even have proposals of eliminating L service at certain times during Chicago, charging to get into the taste of Chicago. I mean, you can go on and on and on about this blatant slaps in the face of uh, the black community. One last one that I don't want to forget. Uh, the tearing down and the closing of Kennedy King College on 68th and Wentworth. That's one of the biggest atrocities to ever hit the black community, and very few people have said anything about this. And um, what's interesting about that, while the Hispanic community was fighting to save some type of little library building or something like that, the city of Chicago was tearing down Kennedy King College. Anyone who's familiar with Kennedy King knows that that was just a huge structure that had a, a working gym a working theater, a working swimming pool. And so our community is suffering from recreation, from educational activities, and yet, in the midst of all of this, we tear down education. This is sick, and no one, these candidates running around talking about each other instead of talking about the real things that are affecting our community. And that goes for a lot of the candidates that's running for aldermen as well because you can't leave them out. No, you can't, Darius. I'm going to say, uh, and then I'm going to let you move on to your your presentation tonight on consumer protection. I'm going to say two things. Yes, I, I understand about uh, I agree with you about the, the bus service being set down because I've been affected by it. I remember when they shut down State Street and uh, that bus over there on uh, 75th Street at a certain hour, and I had to be working very, very early, and I had to walk from Vernon all the way over to State Street to catch a bus, number one. And that affected people that it was just shocking, you know, to find out that I wasn't going to be able to catch that bus uh, at the particular time that I needed. So it, it it does affect your life and you know your livelihood, of course. And uh, and, you, and you, of course, you are absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. I'm not a politi politician at all. I'm not a not politically astute. That 
to uh, far, far from it. But there's there's one thing I do know. There's uh, one statistic that I did read, and it came from the city of Chicago regarding Eaglewood and the uh, median income median income for that community, which is below eleven thousand. And it was projected, and these are city of Chicago's projections that it will remain the same over the next five years. Wow. That is going to, yes, it came from the city of Chicago. I found the document on the Internet. It was signed by Mayor, Mayor Daly. He was making an application to uh, Chicago Housing Authority, and uh, I don't remember all the details of it, but I was just scanning through it, and that projection was in there that that income would not change over the next five years. Also, well, the, may I interrupt you for one moment? The neighborhood of Inglewood uh, has been just a target of these uh, urban planners. And it's been a target with crime. It's been a target with predatory loans. Because it's funny that you would say that, 11,000. And the, the people who I talk to that reside over there in Inglewood uh, have mortgages of 120, 130, 150, 160,000 dollars. So now you have to ask yourself if the average income, that's not necessarily reflected saying that they make $11,000. But if the average income over here is $11,000, how the hell are people or how the hell were people qualifying for loans? How were they getting these loans? And then you wonder why you see what's happening now in the neighborhoods of Inglewood. Absolutely. And there's another figure that I was uh, reading through this week because it has something to do with one of the questions in my book, Black America Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions. And one of these uh, figures came from the state of Illinois that 85% of the youth in the juvenile detention system have been tested and known to be functionally illiterate. 85% of the youth in the juvenile detention system in the state of Illinois have been tested and found to be functionally illiterate. If these young people are functionally illiterate and they're in the public school system, the public school system has failed. We know they failed. But not only have they failed by not teaching them to read, they are still continuing along the same lines by not knowing that, I mean, you know they're illiterate, they're there, you tested them year after year, year after year they're illiterate, but they're failing us continuously by not improving their reading level or teaching them to read. I'd I'd like to tie this all in to the president, Mr. Barack Obama, which then most people know that I've never been a fan of Barack Obama. So now, don't you find it interesting that Barack Obama is purportedly from Chicago, number one, uh, and how this chaos has went on under his watch as he was state senator, U.S. senator, etc., and then he turns around as you just pointed out about this illiteracy rate, he turns around and appoints the least qualified secretary of education in United States history, and that's Mr. Arne Duncan. 
not only is he unqualified, but looking at Secretary Duncan's record of what he did as he was in charge of Chicago public schools. But see, it all, if you begin to um, connect these dots, you find on how black people are suffering. And that's why you gotta, you got to take your vote a little more serious. You've got to watch out who you're voting for. You've got to check their records. You've got to begin to connect these dots on who knows who and why they did what. And, and finally, you've got to have a long memory. One thing about me, as I was telling someone earlier, one thing about Derek McNeil, you will find my political memory of my great city is very, very, very extensive. And I have tried not to forget who are the enemies of our communities. And I share that with people every day. But you also have to remember, you've got very few, but you've got to remember those few friends. And I tell you, somebody running for office that has been a real friend to the black community, particularly to people trying to protect their housing, and that's Ron Carter. Ron Carter's running for one of those wards, Ward 17, I think. 17th Ward, yes. 17th Ward. Ron Carter has been a real friend of the black community in the city of Chicago for many, 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 many years with his uh, newspaper, the South Street Journal, and writing articles about uh, the protection of uh, people of uh, public housing and just recruiting great journalists like the late, great Beauty Turner and how she would point out how these uh, projects, which just what they were, it was a project. She would point out how they had no plans to move these people. They had no plans to transition them. They knew that most of them would lose their Section 8 certificate. I mean, you can go on and on and on about this uh, grave uh, destruction that has happened to the black community of the city of Chicago. So I tell people, you better watch out. You better be careful. You better know what's going on in your neighborhood, and particularly these people who are business owners. You better know what's going on in your community and in your neighborhood uh, as you are a business owner, homeowner, etc. So anyway, uh, that kind of gives our listeners, a little bit of Black History Month beginning this first day of February as we lead into our show talking about uh, consumer protection. Thank you. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil, and his topic for this evening is consumer protection. So I want to begin with my number one point uh, that I've found in uh, representing people over the years. Um, one of the biggest problems. Nowhere to find your important papers. Gather your tax return, your bank statements, your mortgage or rent receipts, your utility bills, your will, insurance policies. Put them in a safe and familiar place. Now, what are we talking about there? Uh, so many times that if you have a complaint or problem, the first thing that we're going to need to fight back is copies of the documents that led us into this trouble. 
So one of the tips my mother taught me as a little boy, never go into a store without getting you a bag and a receipt. So I guess you can kind of pass that tip on, but in addition to getting that bag and receipt, make sure you know what you did with those receipts. Because if you need a complaint, if you have a problem, you're going to need first step your receipt. You're going to need that tax return to see what the problem was. What did you deduct? What is the IRS or some other agency challenging? Uh, these bank statements. Uh, what if you had overdraft charges that were illegitimate? What if you had money disappearing? A good friend of mine told me just the other day, he signed up for prepaid legal. He didn't know or didn't read their contract where they had a recurring fee every month that's deducted out of his bank account. So you have to be mindful of these statements and what's on them and um, who's charging you for what and what did you do with it. Utility bills, same thing there. You got high gas bills or high electric bills. You've got to know how to go back and trace each of the charges on those bills uh, to be able to present uh, an adequate fight to either have the bill waived, uh, refunded, et cetera. And so you've got to keep these important papers uh, and know where to find them. So that's my first tip regarding consumer protection. Feel free to chime in at any time, Sonia. Moving along. I think go one ahead. of the before you move on, I think one of the things that's probably what you you'll go back to. I know we're we're on point with what you're saying, keeping copies of your important papers. But I think probably in future shows, you will cover the importance of ha even having those important papers that you mentioned, those wills and those insurance policies. Oh yeah, I most definitely do plan to uh, effectuate a show regarding estate planning, wills, income tax issues, etc. Number two, a deal that sounds too good probably is. And that's an old saying, old but true. Nowadays you have so many people saying, oh, we can repair your credit. We can uh, change your last two digits of your Social Security number and all type of crap. You see automobile commercials every day. We finance anyone. You see and you receive in your email and in your regular mail, oh, you've won the lottery. Oh, you've got a check. Usually these are scams. It sounds too good. Invest in my project. It's guaranteed. Sounds too good. So you should rely on your instincts and talk to other people. You know, I was bombarded maybe three or four years ago by consumers who uh, had this uh, letter from these United Kingdom banks and different things that they were getting in their email, and I found that just about everyone that I knew were getting these letters. So I share with people, if you begin to talk to people, that will keep you from getting caught up in these scams. For example, You've just uh, been nominated by the king of such and such country. You're a long-lost heir. We need your banking information so we can deposit you a million U.S. dollars. What kind of sucker are you to participate in something like that? And so many people 
have been just that. They've been suckered. Why? Because they did not rely upon. There, something told them, you know, there's something wrong here, but it just sounded so good. So instead of them saying, oh, not only is it something wrong, let me call up Mary down the street. Let me call up my cousin Joe, see what he thinks about this, and see if he's received anything of this sort via his email or some type of check that he's received, you know, in his mailbox, etc. And that person may have been able to advise you, you know, I've gotten ripped off like that five years ago, ten years ago, whatever. Uh, I would check that out. Send it to the attorney general. Talk to you a lawyer. Send it to your tax preparer. You know, have somebody look at that, etc. Those are the little tips that can kind of help you from acting off of this impulse of uh, a so-called good deal. Well, one thing about it, you don't have to be stuck at once like that. Um, but, you know, it, it's sad. Everybody's not the same. There's always going to be someone that, that they're going to get to. It's a numbers game. They're going to keep calling, calling. And there's always going to be someone that they get to. Because who's on the phone, Derek? Sometimes it's it's the mentally ill. Sometimes it's not people who are trying to get a fast dollar. They will talk to the elderly. They will talk to people who are mentally ill, uh, people who are a little bit slower. They catch them. You know, catch him at vulnerable What you're saying is strictly bull. Most of the time, the people who have been caught up in these scams are not mentally ill at all, and they are not oh. seniors. <laughs> Get out they of here. They are very competent people who these big There was an old saying when I used to work on Wall Street, two things run the world, greed and fear. So many times people get caught up in thinking that, hmm, I can make a quick dollar. So that's one of the reasons, that's one of the part of the confidence scheme. They don't want you to talk to someone else because they know that if you talk to your brother, if you talk to your mother, your sister, your friend, a newspaper journalist, a talk show host, they're going to begin asking you these common sense questions to back you up out of this deal. See, a lot of times business is not really business. It's based on emotion. It's selling you. And oftentimes we are sold without us being knowing that we're being sold. And that's the importance of having sometimes that third-party opinion, someone who's going to back us up and say, wait a minute, Derek, how are they going to give you a new Social Security number? It says right here that Social Security numbers are schemes the sale of Social Security numbers. How are they going to do that for you? Why are you giving them $300 for credit repair? It says right here you can do most of that yourself. Except okay. someone just it, to back you up for just a second is what we need. They they catch you at a weak moment. Uh, okay, Correct. I, I, I'll, I'll Correct. go with that, with those last two schemes. I'll, I'll go with that. But... Uh, I find it hard. Well, no, well, maybe I just haven't been caught yet. I find it hard that the average, let's say average, average person would really believe that someone is going to give them that. But if, if based on your experience and you've seen that. I've been doing this 20 attorney, years. As an attorney, and, and none, of the people, none of the people I've represented have ever been mentally ill, and very few of them were seniors. <laughs> <laughs> but felt 
mentally ill after they got taken, didn't they? Okay. <laughs> CBN on Blog Talk Radio with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. Press the number one if you have a question for attorney McNeil. Moving along, uh, number three, know your bank. And this is something that I've kind of talked about the last few times on the show. Uh, Know your bank. What type of bank charter does my bank have? Who is the regulator of my bank? Watch out, particularly now under the new banking law was just passed, watch out for the new fees, ATM fees, overdraft fees, and very important nowadays, minimum balance fees. Banks now are making more money in their fees than they are in extending loans and lines of credit to individuals. It's very important that you as a consumer of a bank review the bank's disclosure and rule booklet. The bank is going to give you a little booklet, very small print. It's very important that you kind of take the time to spend, maybe go to Dunkin' Donuts or McDonald's or wherever you go to uh, sit down and cool out for a moment of the library. Sit down and spend a good half an hour and review your bank's rules. You will be surprised how that will be very helpful if you, if and when, which you will, have some type of problem with your bank. You will have a basis of knowing the bank's uh, basic rules, and uh, that kind of information will be very helpful if there are uh, problems and just a good way to begin to educate yourself and protect yourself and act as your own advocate, which we need. Let me ask you, Derek. It just seems like there's just so many rules. There's so much we have to know. I mean, we just, I mean, this is just one topic, one thing. By the time, I mean, is the average human being really capable of all of this? Oh, most definitely. If you're capable of sitting down playing these video games, <laughs> you're capable of sitting down, you know, participating in so much gobbledygook, it's, you, you have to determine what's important to you and what you're going to concentrate on. And for one day, half an hour, going to the library to re- review your bank's rule book, if you don't believe anything that I ever say out of my mouth, listeners, try it and you'll see how beneficial it was. Derek, I had to turn I had to turn my mute on on that one. <laughs> because if you look uh, at what we do play, I don't have a lot of time to play, but I am on Facebook marketing. I, I, I do my best at it, marketing, posting events, posting videos about the network and that type of thing. But there seems to indeed be a lot, a lot, a lot of time to play games, a lot of yeah. time to play games. And we have to ask ourselves and maybe ask them, and maybe I'll put that question up there, if you get time to play these farm games and building your cafe and building your – because I told my girlfriend, I said, I want a real farm. She wants me to play the farm game with her. I need a real farm. You know, I really don't need that one. But if you get time to build these fake cities, these little fake restaurants and these little fake farms, and, and they got like 20 of them now. I mean, it's American Express's partner with these people. It's just it's like 30 million people on playing these little games. 
But I guess I have to really agree with you on that one point, Derek. If you get time to build your little fake farm, we should have time to sit down and look over our insurance policies. Right, and your bank regulations. Wow. Anyway, moving along, um, my next point is about learn to review, protect, and correct your credit report. Um, Every consumer in the United States is now entitled to uh, one free copy of their credit report from each of the uh, repositories or credit agencies. And what's interesting, just a statistic that came out uh, yesterday points out that less than one-third of all Americans have taken advantage of this free right. Now, for many years, I have written letters and fought with Congress uh, to allow for this opportunity to give a consumer their free credit report. So it's very, very important that if you're listening to this show, you pass this information on to your sons and daughters and nephews and friends and block clubs. So I'm going to give out the phone number and the website for consumers to obtain a copy of their uh, free credit report. Uh, And the phone number is make sure you don't get duped by a lot of these television commercials that you'll see. Okay, so this is the official phone number and website, 877-322-8228. That number again, 877-322-8228. And the web address, www, one word, annual creditreport.com annualcreditreport.com make sure that we take advantage of that because Congress giveth Congress taketh away they used to teach us in law school which is sure enough the truth so you'll find Congress will say well people they they didn't take advantage of this less than a third of Americans even wanted the credit report you know we had those consumer advocates lobbying and calling our office and faxing and writing us letters but yet look here the people they never wanted free credit reports so make them pay again they can pay again. But, uh, yes, I've used annualcreditreport.com. Um, I try and start off in the beginning of the year, uh, every other year, and order it. Now, one thing, and I will post this phone number on Chicago's Black Business Network.com. I made a note to post that and the the website as a reminder. Now, one thing, and, and, and you tell me from your experience the way that I've done it, I will order one. Uh, because it's my understanding this is Illinois is the way that it was put it a trans union state, whereas more most of our reporting goes through trans union. So I make a practice to order one of the other ones, the lesser ones experience to see what's on there and then I'll order the other one, Equifax to see what's on there and clear up any issues so by the time I get my trans union report maybe some of those issues have been cleaned because they only let you have one of each and it's only a year. So you tell me what would be the best technique for that. Ah, that's a that's a good technique that I think that you've just uh, articulated for the listeners. I never thought of that, uh, 
ordering from the uh, other bureaus prior to TransUnion. And, of course, TransUnion is a Chicago-based uh, corporation and so forth. So, yeah, good analysis on your behalf. But the bottom line, so many people have never ordered their credit report, so I don't care what technique you use. Just begin ordering them, analyzing it, protecting your credit, knowing that how this information, you know, it was said once upon a time that credit uh, agencies were considered the fourth branch of government. They're so powerful. And so you as a consumer got to learn how to fight back, just like you know how to take somebody to court, just like you vote for your alderman, your congressman, etc. If it is in fact that these credit bureaus are so powerful, they are known as the fourth branch of government, you as a consumer better say, hey, I better learn all I can about how to deal with these um, credit agencies. Well, you're certainly gonna have to. You're certainly gonna make me step up and have to look at my as we go through these communications. I'm gonna have to step up and look at what I'm doing a little bit closer. You know, it's, it serves as a reminder, and it's good. Yes. It's good for us to do that. And I want to point out one other thing before we move on from the credit reporting agencies that and share with them is that right there, right there, even before you leave, you can re- review your credit report, and also you can dispute. Right there, anything that you want, right there, without writing a letter or anything to anyone, it's right there. You can dispute, ask you for a reason, and you just you can do it right there. It's, it's really been simplified. Yes. And as, as far as that one third of the consumers recording their credit report, it is pro- that's probably such a high figure. It's probably so low, Derek, as you say, it will probably disappear one day. Yes. Yes, so take advantage of that. Moving along, um, and in the near future, I'm going to do a show and get one of my uh, experts uh, to talk about uh, credit reports and understanding your credit scores and reports and so forth. So that's going to be a very exciting show that I'm going to plan. Uh, He's a big lobbyist and one of the chief writers of a lot of the consumer protection laws uh, that we need to be aware of. So. Any of that, moving along, number five, uh, real estate transactions uh, as it relates to consumer protection. If you're planning to buy or refinance a property, watch out for hitting, hidden fees. Carefully review your loan. Carefully review your broker or underwriter, the title company, the settlement statement, known as the HUD-1. Make sure that you review each figure that appears on your HUD-1, which is a disclosure form of all of the costs associated with doing a loan. Know your payment, and can you afford the payment? We talked about this several times before. Moving along, renting an apartment. Develop and use a checklist that fits your needs i.e., number of bedrooms. Can I afford the rent? Check the background of the owner or manager. Listen to this, Sonia. Many people now are being scammed, particularly with the advent of the Internet, with paying rent to someone and security to someone who is not, in fact, the real owner or manager of the building. 
That's one of wow. the highest growing scams. And my mother told me, she said, oh, boy, there's nothing new about that. They were doing that when I first came to Chicago 65 years ago. And I'm like, wow, how things change, how they actually remain the same. Wow. So check, if you're renting an apartment, check out the owner or the manager. Ask that owner or manager when and how are problems handled, uh, repairs, and how long does it take you? Uh, do you provide a written or verbal lease as I am renting an apartment? Review and know your tenant's rights laws. In the city of Chicago, of course, we have the Chicago Residential Landlord Tenant Ordinance, which uh, all tenants and landlords should have a copy of uh, because there are numerous provisions that we should be uh, aware of and make ourselves familiar with. So we're talking about uh, consumer protection. Let me move along to my next point, if you don't have any comment, uh, Sonia. Not at this okay. time. Okay, I'll move along. Uh, number seven, don't buy under stress. Avoid big-ticket purchases during times of duress, such as death, foreclosure, or illness. Some of the biggest ripoffs occur while a person is sick, going to a hospital. Uh, you know, that's just like a lady died in Arizona. You know, now while they've talked about the shooting of the congressman and all of that, a lady's child died in Arizona. And uh, what's interesting, not only did the hospital, of course, send a huge bill uh, regarding the death of this infant, three weeks later they also sent an additional $50 bill for a death processing fee at the hospital. So now interpret to me just what is a death processing fee. But see, everybody will get you. How many people are going to, you know, challenge that? How many people are going to analyze the funeral charges and things of that nature? Very rarely. How many people are going to really understand that they have rights when they are in foreclosure, that they're going to challenge these attorney's fees and so forth? So that's the time when, once again, you need to be careful. You need to talk to someone, a lawyer, a friend. You're not alone. That's the time that you need to hear that. You need to talk and have somebody around you that's, you know, kind of on their two feet. But, you know, even in those times, sometimes people just don't listen, and that's and that's how they get taken sometimes. I'll give you one example of purchasing a house, and I've said this to many people, a home inspection. And you can tell me what your position is on that. It, I, I've, it's been very valuable, in my opinion, from my experience. Uh, I would advise them, have to advise them, you need to get a home inspection. You should have a home inspection. And for some reason, they feel, and time and time again, that they're going to go out and spend $150,000, $250,000 on a product and not 
get an inspection when they know nothing about a home because they're worried about the $300 or $400 inspection and the product that you're purchasing is $250,000. And it just blows my mind that you would spend that type of money and not have an inspection. Yes. Good point, and I would agree with you 100% with regards to uh, obtaining a home inspection uh, upon your uh, initial purchase and sometimes even as you own the property. Uh, But, now, you know, if you buy under duress uh, and someone tells you not to buy and you kind of get had, uh, you were protected, and and you just elected to uh, knowingly participate in this, um, you know, in your own demise. And sometimes that is the case. But it is more often that people are not protected and they didn't talk to somebody. That is generally the case. And, I, and I'll give you a perfect example. I'll just Let me give you a perfect example of that. Even if you look at, and you know this, if you look at the home purchasing process or even when people are going through death, they sign the papers when they're purchasing property. All the they signing they signing all kind of papers. They're doing all kind of things without ever asking for advice from an attorney. That is the last person that they call right before they close. A lot of times, is the attorney, and you know this to be true. So no matter how many times you tell them whether they're under distress or not, and I'm sure you know this. They won't call until the last minute. That, you that's to generally also true. <laughs> it is okay. If I may move along, uh, number eight, knowing about your medical rights, obtaining copies of your medical records, keeping an updated list of all of your prescription drugs. If something was to happen to you, I need to be able to explain. This is what medication they take. Knowing the side effects of your medication. Some of these side effects will kill you faster than the actual ailment. And that's really being exemplified by a lot of the commercials that you listen to. And the same thing applies to surgery. Knowing some of the side effects prior to surgery. And very, very, very important, um, talking to a lawyer as soon as possible about medical malpractice. So much medical malpractice occurs in the black community where we've never even bought a case. Now, you know, in some states, like out in Indiana and places like that, they have limited your right to sue a doctor. And so that's very intriguing because they've tried to do that over and over again in Illinois. So I tell people, black people, Medical malpractice is occurring on you every day without you following up with an attorney to seek out and to file actions against these physicians. And yet, physicians in Illinois are saying, oh, too many people suing us, so we're going to have to move to Indiana where they can't sue us and so forth and so on. So be advised that there needs to be more suits against doctors, not less, particularly doctors who practice in the black community. And what is, stopped, what is stopping that law from changing in, in Illinois? What is stop, what's blocking that from changing in Illinois as it is in Indiana? 
Well, what, what blocked it was actually the Illinois Supreme Court. The Illinois Supreme Court held the, uh, the law actually unconstitutional, and that's what has blocked it two times. The doctors and the Illinois State Medical Society have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars lobbying legislators. A number of them have been black who have supported this. It's called CAPS on Awards. And we definitely don't need CAPS on awards uh, of our medical malpractice cases. We need to be encouraging black residents to file medical malpractice cases because we are not. It's difficult to file, for them to file when they don't even know when it's occurred. So how how do we? That's kind of fuzzy, a fuzzy line there. They know they they don't even know what happened to them. I mean. We they go to the doctor, they take the medication, they don't feel well. The doctor changes it. They they don't even know what's happening to them. So it's correct. Kind of, You're absolutely okay. correct there with that fact. However, the point being is that once again, that's when your loved ones and people around you gotta have some knowledge. They gotta be encouraging. They gotta be knowledgeable. They gotta get stop checking their email so much. They need to get off of Facebook. They need to get them an old fashioned book about medical malpractice. They need to say, wait a minute, Dad. You just had that medicine from that doctor. He's giving it to you again? Let me call this guy here. Boom, 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 boom. This is what we we, uh, need to begin to do, uh, particularly as uh, black folks in the city of Chicago, state of Illinois. Uh, Moving along. Buying a used car. Which uh, at one while I was doing a little bit of litigation involving used car dealers. Um, one thing you might want to do is take you a mechanic when you're buying a used car to assist you in inspecting the uh, vehicle, checking out the brakes, the engine, the transmission, the various oils, test driving the car uh, in a forward position, a reverse position, turning left, turning right, and very important. Expect and budget for repairs if you have purchased a used car. Know that when you buy some used car, you're going to have to put the equivalent of what you paid for it or more into the car to get it halfway working right uh, to your satisfaction. So be advised that that, that's the case. And it's also very difficult to sue someone uh, regarding uh, automobiles in Illinois. Uh, Derek, consumer protection. Just one thing. On a future show, it would be great, and I know that you can handle this, to talk about what happens when your car is towed in the city of Chicago. Uh, that's a whole show by itself. And oh, so, yeah, they, they send you, Chicago police send you through changes. But that's with anything. Chicago police <laughs> send people through changes, uh for everything. That's one of the problems, which once again, going back to the election, uh, is not being talked about, about how police uh, operate in the towards black people in Chicago and uh, how there's not a lot of uh, accountability that anyone has placed uh, on the table. And I'll tell you something else. That Rahm Emanuel guy who's running for mayor, he doesn't plan to have police accountable. Now, nothing in his uh, 
ROM for Chicago, whatever that website is, I went to the other day, and I was just studying some of his agenda. And he's definitely being funded by the enemies of the consumer, the enemies of the little guy. So having him in there is going to be almost like reelecting that dumb daily, except Emmanuel might be a little more, a little brighter than uh, the, the current mayor uh, daily. So, but very, very dangerous to the common man of, of Chicago. Yeah, if I may. Just, I'm just going to make an idea. This is CBD right. on Blog Talk Radio with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. This is the Consumer Show. We're here every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m., and we surely hope that you join us. Go ahead, Derek. I just wanted to point out these last two things uh, on consumer protection, and that's uh, just like you get a credit report, you should also do that same thing regarding your criminal history. Uh, so you can attempt to expunge your criminal history record. Uh, there is a uh, criminal history record on anyone who has been arrested, and oftentimes that record will not necessarily be accurate. So when you have the same and similar rights to have that record uh, expunged. So that's number 10. And my final point that I wanted to make um, is understanding insurance issues as it relates to consumer protection. Is my insurance company a broker or an underwriter? Underwriter is a person who provides their own funds. Um, what is the AM best rating of the company? Is the company solvent? How are claims, all of these companies talk a good game, but how are claims handled? How long does it take to make a claim? And what is needed to file such claim. So this is kind of just a list of my consumer protection issues that all of us kind of need to discuss with our children and our family and our neighbors and our block clubs and our lawyers and our accountants and so forth. And the more we discuss this, the more intelligent we become as we begin to um, perform the various transactions that were mentioned. We could never have uh, enough discussions about these things. We could never repeat it too much. Um, it does need to be, and that's the only way that it's going to be reinforced. It's the only way it's going to be learned. It's the only way to teach it is to do it over and over and over again. And uh, this show could run 100 years, and it still would be enough, dairy <laughs> because the information is just, it's just not being heard. It's being offered. It's not that it's not being offered. It is offered. But we're just not listening, Derek. Well, I'll keep on spreading my words. You keep on spreading yours. And just finally, I want to say uh, God bless the soul and memory of Lou Palmer. I thank you so much. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. This has been the Consumer Story. Derek, I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to make a few final announcements, and we will see you again next Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. This thank is you. Sonia Perdue, co-host for Derek McNeil on the Consumer Show. We want to remind you that we will be having a networking event over at the offices of the South Street Journal this Friday from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's 449 East 35th Street. We are expecting uh, one of the candidates 
uh, for Mayor William Doc Wall to make a presentation that evening. Also, Loftus Consulting will make a presentation that evening on a very, very special program targeting beauty salons and spas. Our sponsor, Bear Martin, will be here with us with some exciting products and services for you. So we've got a full night. Uh, get off of work, take your time, come on over, have some great hors d'oeuvres, some sparkling wines, relax, make some great connections. We look forward to being with you that evening, and we look forward to making some great connections with you. I'm Sonia Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network, Dot com and author of Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, book one. You can visit our website. You can record your answers to the tough questions at askingourselvesthetoughquestions.com. We look forward to seeing you Thursday. And, of course, please join us in the morning for our very, very, very special jobs broadcast. If you've got jobs to offer, if you know about jobs, this is some information that we can use. And from time to time, we will have these special broadcasts for you. So tune in tomorrow, 11 a.m., same call-in number, 347-326-9477. I'll repeat that, 347-326-9477. Thank you for listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great evening.